Whoa, 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 whoa. Why you so happy? Hey, you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. And influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. That's right, broadcasting from the capital city of Milledgeville, Georgia, actually. <laughs> I just caught myself. Uh, we are on location um, today, and actually, this is amazing because this is our two-hour season finale show, and I've got a jam-packed show for you guys on Today, I'm really excited that you decided to tune in and listen in, and we have four phenomenal interviews. You know, the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence, yep, and uh, we are going to do just that today, so let me let you know who is going to be with us today. Um, We're kicking off the top of the hour out here with Ellen, Victoria, Lucky, yes, 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 she is here, uh, Victoria's kitchen. She's here at Victoria's Kitchen, and she is amazing, amazing. You're going to get to hear all about um, her new, her brand new cooking show. Yep, that's going to be appearing on PBS. Uh, Listen, she's been doing kids cooking classes, um, which are known to build character and confidence and lifestyle. And so you're going to get to hear all about Victoria's Kitchen, and you'll be able to see her on the big screen. And then we will move right into our second segment, our second segment that will be on tonight. We have a dynamic business coach, speaker, and author, Charlotte Delocha is joining us. And I'm telling you what, uh, she is a business coach, a speaker, and author with energy and a solid record of accomplishment. Um, she has a wonderful uh, business that helps you with your customer service. Um, So she has her own customer service consulting company called New Phase Career Solutions. Um, And you're going to get to hear all about how life brought her to this journey where she is right now today. And then we move into our third segment. We move into our third segment um, with Crystal Bell Salisbury. Yep, yep, yep. And um, she is amazing. She's an author. But listen, listen, listen. She is somebody that knows all there is to know about pageants. She has been competing in pageants since she was 17. And she has experience with competition, with judging, with coaching, with emceeing, directing, stage management. She's actually um, the founder of Crystalbell.com, which is a pageantry and lifestyle blog um, and serves as your crystal clear source for all things pageant related. She's got a new book out. She's the founder of The Glamour Effect. So you're going to get to hear all about that from Crystal Bell Salisbury. And then we're going to uh, wrap up the fourth segment of today's season finale with Shakita Lee Vogel. Yep, she's a social media coach. She's a speaker and award-winning author. And she's going to be joining us in the studio. I'm telling you what, she is a self-described social media fanatic. So, you know, you guys, that's right up my alley. And she's been on social media since, like, 2009 and just has been intrigued and pulled in about it. And she helps uh, emerging authors and solopreneurs with their social media to help them grow their business. She's also a co-author in the first 
uh, bestseller, Chocolate and Diamonds for the Woman's Soul. She's also a co-author in another book, Women Innovators, Leaders, Makers, and Givers. And she also has written her own Unstuck, uh, How to Get Unstuck, uh, Step to Step Out of the Box and Move Forward. Um, so you're going to get to hear all about that. So what we want you to do is to jump on social media, tell people what you're listening to, uh, who you're listening to, say, hey, you need to come over and listen to the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show, and you'll need to listen right now. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right on in. Thank you again for all those that are listening in from all of our broadcast stations, those that are coming in from social media, hey now, and those that are listening from all across the world wide web. So I'm bringing up to the mic, uh, live on the air with me right now, Ellen, Victoria, Lucky, welcome to the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show. Hi, and thank you. I wanted to say that it's an absolute honor to be a guest on the Charvette show. So thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you. Oh, you are welcome. We are glad to get a chance just to chat with you and let our listeners know a little bit about you. And so how did Victoria's Kitchen come about? So Victoria's Kitchen was birthed in December of 2016, so almost a year ago. Um, it first started because I had originally had lost um, two jobs in a row, and the last job that I had lost was on December 19th of last year, which was a few days before Christmas. And so I, I needed a way to, you know, of course have some income, but to also, which was really important to me, was spending more time with my kids at home and in their mm. schools. And then since, you know, that happened to me, it was kind of like a, a life event that happened, and, and I decided, um, along with my husband's agreement, <laughs> that I was going to pursue my two passions. And my first passion is kids. I love kids. Um, and my second passion is cooking. Um, I love to eat, so I love to cook. Um, so I yeah. wanted to put those two passions together. And I wanted to put a little plug in there because I want to encourage your, your um, listeners to just don't give up on things. Um, things happen for a reason, and if those two job losses would have never happened, I would have never been able to pursue my dream career, my dream of helping kids and teaching them how to cook. Wow. Isn't that uh, interesting how life brings us full circle and brings us brings us around to our, our destiny and our purpose, right? Right, exactly, exactly. Sometimes things have to happen for a reason. We may not understand why, but it eventually works out. Oh, right. And so have you been someone who's always loved, just loved cooking, loved trying new recipes? Was that always the case for you? So when I was younger, I had an interest in cooking. Uh, my father was the huge cook in our household, um, but I wasn't as blessed with um, the culinary skill sets at a young age. My brother and I would try weird recipes like jelly beans and cornbread, just to, you know, when we were home alone, just to get our, you know, feet in there in the kitchen <laughs> recipes. So they were disasters at first. And I actually didn't start getting good until um, my husband and I were engaged. Um, so we've been married for almost 10 years now. So it, it just hit me when we were engaged and speaking in college. Um, it just it's like something blossoms inside of me. And I went to culinary school for a while at J. Sergeant Reynolds, and, and I was acing the classes. And I started to realize that that was my calling and my passion. Yeah. 
And you walked in it, and you walked in it. So what are some of your favorite dishes to cook? I love preparing Mexican food. Um, I started dipping into Caribbean food. And, of course, I love baking soul food because that's what I grew up on. But I started to switch up to healthier options, like making the organic version or, you know, using turkey instead of um, fat bag. Just, you know, switching uh-huh. it up, but yet being able to, to make it taste the same. My grandmother, my grandma Whitaker, she made the best collard greens I've ever had in my life. And I was able a couple of years ago to give her my version of it during a Thanksgiving meal where I just used mm-hmm. um, like an organic, uncured lunch meat. And she couldn't tell the difference. She said, oh, my gosh, this beef tastes absolutely delicious. So it's just getting in there and choosing healthier options and just being creative and out the box. All right. And so interestingly enough, um, you've had the opportunity to have PBS come across you, find you, and say, hey, we want to do a cooking show with you. So tell us how that happened. So that originally happened. Um, I love PBS. I grew up on PBS um, as a young child, and that was one of the stations you know, that we were allowed to watch without parents being in the room because it, you know it was one of those trustworthy stations, um, and it still is. Yeah. Um, I they had I had contacted them um, a few months ago um, regarding you know being involved more in the community and helping them with some of their PBS events and future partnerships. And one of the head um, people there, Mr. Felton, grabbed a hold to my concept, and he was very intrigued. And he decided to take a chance on me as a young African-American and give me that opportunity. He loved the idea, and he fully believed in everything that I met with him on. And you usually do not get to meet with um, with upper chairs like that, but he opened his right. office and. And I felt so welcome, and he, he just actually took the time out and believed in everything that we, we spoke about and how my, and he said he could see the passion that I had for kids and for cooking. And I think that's what also drew him to it because I couldn't stop talking about it. And he just <laughs> he believed in it. He, he believed in it, and I'm so thankful for that. Wow. Okay, so tell us, um, like, what is the structure of the show? When will we be able to see it? So our, I'll first start with our messaging, which is really important. And the messaging that I want to get across and also PBS wants to get across is that we want to help put the kids in our community to learn the importance of cooking and baking from scratch. We want to help the kids help the community make better food choices um, instead of grabbing a bag of chips. Like I would do when I was younger, when I when I didn't know better, just being more non-scared mm-hmm. because you know kids have a lot more um, influence in their households these days. When I was younger, we didn't have as much influence as kids nowadays have with the products and the choices that they make. They they make about I want to say eighty to ninety percent of household um, decisions when it comes to like spending money. And so the kids are going to the grocery stores and seeing these commercials on, you know, junk food and things that they're used to buying, things that will make them sick. Well, if we get with the kids, um, the kids will be better equipped to teach their community and help change a lot of sociological issues and help with behavioral problems. So we wanted to focus on teaching the kids how to get out there and cook and choose better food options. Um, the show is also based 
on, um, it's, it's starting off as a small segment show. So it's going to um, air about three times a day on the two PBS stations, 23.1 and 57.1, um, doing their daytime children programming. Um, so they're in increments of about one minute each. Um, it's kind of like, I guess you could say, a commercial spot, but has a little bit longer okay. time on the PBS, um, a PBS show. Um, so that's three times a day um, during the children's programming. Um, each episode will air for two consecutive months at a time. For example, there's a January, February episode, then there's a March, April episode, and thereon. Um, we started taping the first two episodes and completed those on the 29th, which is comprised of the, the basic structure of my show, which is me and children. Um, the first two shows, I was blessed to be able to have my own little girls on it because we want to incorporate oh. the fact it's a family thing. You have to you, you have to do things together as a family. You can't just tell kids um, that they have to do this. You have to be engaged with them because you have to lead by example. So we started by having my two little girls, Ariana, Jasmine, and Rachel, on the first two episodes. It was an absolute blast. Um, they, I mean, those girls have some skills. They've been doing it for a little while. Chopping up their apples with the cow chef knives that I had. They were just getting things together. Um, it got to a certain point where we had to cut taping a few times because my three-year-old was trying to take over the show. <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> she said, let me, let me uh, go to Hollywood on y'all. <laughs> and, she was, and it's because they are well involved in the process. I like help giving them that business aspect, having them there to understand the business aspect so we can pass that down to them as well. Phenomenal. And so let me just salute you and congratulate you, you know, for taping and for getting that time on on TV. Like that is major. And so this could be seen in the Richmond, Virginia area, is that correct? Yes, the Richmond, Virginia area on the 23.1 PSO um, station and the 57.1 station show. Um, and we've actually been blessed to the fact that it's going to air for several years in a row to come. And it's hitting a viewer oh, wow. audience. Of, yes, it's hitting a viewer audience of 127,000 viewers per week. So that's an absolute blessing and honor of itself. 127,000 oh. viewers per week. OMG, listeners, you, oh my goodness. So you have to look out for Ellen, Lucky, and Victoria's Kitchen. Check it out, check it out. And so it's so great that they started with um, the kids' show because you've been doing so much um, in the school. So you do in-school cooking field trips. You do on-site lunch preparation, on-site breakfast preparation. You even have um, enroll uh, enrichment cooking classes after school. So tell us about some of those, um, you know, those services and, and options you've been able to offer um, children in school. Yes, so we do. We specialize in offering youth enrichment cooking classes, and as you said, we in field trips. Uh, we start with ages two years old, um, and a lot of cooking schools, I don't think any of the children cooking schools in the area start with two. They usually start with five years old. But my goal is mm-hmm. I don't like to be left out because that's a major issue to me, and it's probably because I'm a mom. And I started with my kids, but they were toddlers. I, I, I don't like for children to be left out because as an adult, you don't want to be left out. Um, so right. I wanted to focus on all 
all of the, the children ages. Um, we do the in-house field trips to daycare centers, community centers, um, to private schools, to public schools, charter schools. When we come to you, you don't, bring, you don't have to um, bring anything but the children to, like, the cafeteria, a gym, or an art room. We sanitize, teach them the responsibility of cleaning up. We do after-school enrichment programs to five or six each increments, depending on, you know, everything has their own schedule that they go on. And as you mentioned earlier, our classes teach on life skills. And the reason why I do that is because it gives the children the ability to be adaptive and have positive behaviors that, you know, that help enable them to deal with, effectively deal with changes, demands that go on in their life. Because a lot of times people assume children don't have any um, demands that, you know, a change in their right. is do a lot of things, more than what we went through when we were, you know, when we were kids. And so our classes help them by um, enforcing more math skills. For example, you know, baking is science. Um, and, you know, there's an educational sense to cooking and baking. With the math skills, you, we teach the kids how to convert their volumes of measurements because you have different volumes of scientific measurement with dry ingredients, which is a measuring spoon, and wet ingredients, which is a measuring cup. So you need to be able to convert your fractions if you have a different set of values. Um, if the kids just get a make, and it helps them with their math skills because I wasn't always good at math. And cooking has helped me because I want to make sure my food tastes good. <laughs> so, you know, I started working right. on my math and converting, you know, back in the day when I couldn't afford all of the specialized kitchen equipment, I had to learn how to convert my fractions because the values were different. Reading skills, reading the recipes, writing building and character building. We've had kids that were a little on the antisocial side because of reasons that may not have been their fault, you know, the, um, different situations at home or at the school bullying or, you know, whatever situation has arise. But by the end of that class or by the end of the second class, they're talking to everybody. They're giving me hugs. They're asking so many questions, not letting me finish my lesson. And it's, it's really encouraging to see that I... <laughs> And I just love it. I had one little boy that said, "Miss Victoria, I love you. And I said, is it because I taught you how to cook? He said, yeah. I said, that's fine. So I love it. <laughs> awesome. I love that. And so people can follow you um, and follow Victoria's Kitchen on Facebook. So um, on Facebook, you guys, go ahead and um, jump over to Facebook if you are not hanging out there, facebook.com slash Victoria's Kitchen LLC, all right, Victoria's Kitchen LLC, and I have also tagged her uh, on my post on Facebook, so that's an easy connection point to follow on Facebook so that you can know what's going on and keep up with what's going on. And so for people that are saying, okay, that's for children, do you do anything for adults? We do offer adult cooking classes at the Glen Allen Culture Arts Community Center, which is in the West End off of Mountain Road. And we also offer some kids' classes there as well. So, yes, we teach young children, um, and we teach adults as well. Everybody can learn how to cook a steak. Everybody can learn. Everybody. <laughs> okay, there you go. Everybody. Everybody should learn and can learn. Okay. Yes. And so for... And for those cooking classes, are they, when do they happen? You know, how often are they available? Yeah, so for the children's cooking classes that we offer um, at different schools happen whenever um, the school sign up for them, which is also listed on my um, Facebook page under the event section, all of the classes that we offer mm -hmm. are listed in the 
Uh, but for the Good Island Cultural Community Center, we have adult classes maybe once or twice every month. Um, in the evenings, the kids' classes are, and we do this for our winter and spring sessions, so they start it now. Um, the kids' classes uh-huh. go five, six-week sessions at Good Island Cultural Arts Community Center. We do um, afternoon classes and evening classes. Some are on Mondays and some are on Thursdays, and registration is open now. You can go to my Facebook page again on events page and all of the classes are listed with all information and pricing everything is listed all right there you have it there you have it and so if there's um let's say a parent that's listening that's saying i'm really trying to get my children to eat more vegetables but you know what now that i'm saying that there probably are some adults listening saying i would like to eat more vegetables uh, but i just don't know you know how to incorporate it in my food or what to cook do you have maybe um two or three tips for people who want to eat more vegetables whether it's for them or for their children and how they can incorporate more vegetables into their meal yes let me tell you for for children i'll start with them what I did was, and this, this is coming from trial and error because my kids are, are rude. You know, they're honest. Kids have no filters when it comes to honesty. So if it doesn't taste good, it's gone. So what I do is right. I begin with my I get them in the kitchen with me, get the little safe chef eye, um, and just let them make the meal with me. It doesn't matter what vegetable or fruit it is. If you get them in the kitchen and let them touch, put their hands on it, taste it while it's being prepared, they will about 90% of the time eat it. I also sneak it into their food because my kids um, love, we love Chinese takeout, but we take it ourselves. So they like cream cheese wonton. So I take a lot of vegetables like kale that are bitter and strong, and I take out the um, cream cheese as much as I can, and I put it inside of their um, wontons, inside of things that they like to eat. And then when they finish eating, I let them know what they ate. And they're like, oh, that was good. So, we, you know, we have to do a little bit of extra work for them. And for adults, I want to just say, think out of the box. Think about what the long-term effects are going to be. Um, think about how you like your food. If you like crunchy food, if you like soft food, that's going to determine how you want to make your um, your food. So if you put something in crunchy and you like a softer version of, like, collard greens that have been sitting on the stove for, like, three hours, and you try to do a um, sauteed version of it, you're not going to like it as much. Try to make it taste as much as you can to the, the recipe of choice from your childhood times, your tradition times, and slowly by slowly take steps and change out the unhealthier ingredients by going to the grocery store and trying healthier versions. Take a little bit out of a time. Don't go cold turkey. Just do a little bit out of a time. Cause you know, that you're more successful if you do a little by little instead of going cold turkey. Okay, that is great advice. I love that advice. Uh, Ellen Victoria Lucky, you all that are listening in, hey, 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 um, you can connect with her on Facebook. Uh, Ellen, go ahead and tell them how they can connect with you and Victoria's Kitchen on Facebook. Yes, well, you can go to Facebook.com. I think it's forward slash, forward slash, Victoria's Kitchen, LLC, forward slash. We're also on Instagram at Victoria's Kitchen, LLC. Um, our phone number is 804 804-386-2164, 804-386-2164. Call us for any um, youth enrichment or adult enrichment cooking classes you may need or lunch preparation for daycare schools, also with breakfast preparation. Um, and I also wanted to just add in to just stay tuned to Victoria's Kitchen because 
we have a lot of plans, huge projects that are in the works. If you can't talk about right now, but you're going to see oh. guys when in Shark Bear is probably going to be one of the first people they know, more than likely. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I like late-breaking news. I like hot-off-the-press news. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I probably don't know, but I, I first met Shark Bear when I was about 11 or 12 years old. So I, I, I had already met her. Um, years ago, and I fell in love with her when I was a little girl, and my mom, my mom, was so awesome. You were in my aunt's wedding, but yeah, you're, you're awesome. Yes. Well, they know, so it's, it's really important to stay tuned because we have some huge things coming up. Before. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I'm saying I'm just uh, so amazed by all the things that you're you're doing and what you've been able to accomplish. I mean, you know, the PBS spots and, and that's secured for several years. So that is major. That is nothing to stick a, uh, to shake a stick at, as they say. <laughs> so um, one more time for listeners that are that are coming in for the PBS segment. When do you think we'll be able to start um, seeing those? So they're going to start airing January 1st. Um, They did let me know that they wanted to push the first episode starting the end of this month, but I know it's on queue for January the 1st. Um, I don't have the exact timings during the day when they will come on, but I do know it's going to be three times a day. But as soon as they give me the the specific times that they're coming on, I'm going to, of course, be sure to pass that along to you and to put it on our Facebook and Instagram page. Oh, right. And you all can say, I saw, I heard Ellen on the Charvet Mitchell radio show. That's Victoria Pitkin. (laughs) (laughs) Representing well here in uh, in the capital city of Richmond. So my last question for you, the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate you. My children continue to motivate me because – you know, as a as a young African American, it's really important to me that I pass along some business heritage. You know, of course, everybody wants to also pass down the financial um, heritage to their to their family, their children. But just to give them the opportunity of a lifetime to have a business to to that's theirs, something that is theirs, um, even if they decide yeah. not to keep, which I'm pretty sure they're going to keep because they're trying to take it over now. Um, but <laughs> just to give them that opportunity to say, I know how to handle this business side. I know what this means. I have done this. I've already recorded a show. I already, they, Charvette, they've already, PBS gave them their own interviews. During the show, during the wow. break, each child had their own interview and their own photo shoot. So there, that's wow. my motivation. I sit there, and then the fact that it's my passion because it's kids and cooking. And to know, like, when the people stop us on the street and ask, can I sign their child chef hat, I'm like, you want me to sign it? Thank you. And <laughs> my husband said, I'm so emotional. I started crying, but I'm like, no, it's just because I'm happy because you thought of me to sign this for your child. Yeah. And that's what keeps me going because we need more people to help each other in our communities. We, we have to be there. We're, we're all we have. We have to help each other. We have to learn how to, to help our kids because the kids are going through so, so much, and what they eat is affecting their behavior. Some of them don't need to be on medication. They just need a dietary change. Right. 
Wow. So that's great motivation right there. Like you cannot top that. You can't you can't beat that. And so um, we definitely salute you for that. And thank you uh, so much for taking the time out to uh, come on the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show and, and let us um, be one of the first media outlets to, to announce about the new show on uh, on PBS. And so thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, you are welcome. You're welcome. All right, listeners, um, stay tuned. We're going to a quick commercial break, a quick commercial break, and then we're going to be back rolling right into our next uh, segment. You know the goal of our show is to motivate, excite, and influence, and I'm telling you what, our next guest who is hanging out in the virtual green room right now, she's ready. She's probably eating some virtual salad and virtual snacks in the virtual green room. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Charlita is joining us um, right after these quick commercial breaks. Don't you move. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Industry Buzz with 3Gs.com. Join in today on the movement to bring integrity back to media. With one click of a button, you can disseminate your information right from Industry Buzz to all your favorite social sites like Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, and to your email contact. Maximize your vision today. Plus, get the latest news, entertainment, and media. Need fashion or makeup tips? Looking for a job? Connect with us today. Want to connect with other business visionaries? Connect with us today. This site is for everyone, from teens to music lovers, from businessmen and women, industry professionals and performers. As a member of Industry Buzz with 3Z, you'll gain help promoting your vision. Industry Buzz with 3Zs will expose, expand, and keep your fan base up to date with all your happening. Members also receive free or discounted perks from various sponsored companies. So join the social network. Expand and stabilize your business. Connect with like-minded individuals. Need an artist to minister at your upcoming event? Look on Industry Buzz. Have a voice and submit your article to our e-magazine. Industry Buzz with 3Zs is the place to globalize your vision. Establish it today. Be heard. It's all on IndustryBuzzWith3Zs.com. Are you starting a new business, releasing a CD, writing a new book? Consider Mitchell Productions for your web design services. Visit www.mitchell-productions.com for portfolio samples, specials, and package prices. Remember, a website is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. Check out mitchell-productions.com or find them at facebook.com slash mitchellproductions. Hello, we are 123jobzone.com, an online job search portal. We are user-friendly, and if you're searching for a job, with us, it's easy as 123. Step 1, go to www.123jobzone.com and register as a job seeker. Step 2, once registered, upload your resumes. Step 3, get connected with employers looking for people like you who are ready and willing to work. Don't forget to follow 123JobZone on Twitter and Facebook to find out more about our upcoming job fairs. What are you waiting for? Stop by 123JobZone.com today. Good luck with your job search. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right, all right. So glad to have you guys joining me here for the season finale show. O to the M to the G. Uh, yep, yep, yep. We're wrapping up the 2017 uh, season here on the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show, and, and we're so excited.
that you all are uh, listening in with us. Thank you for all those that are coming in from Facebook, from Instagram, from Twitter, from Shardat.com, and, of course, all of our broadcast stations. We appreciate you. Listen, we're rolling right on in to our next segment. Uh, we have business coach, speaker, and author, Rita Deloach, that's joining us. Listen, listen, listen. Um, she has over 15 years of customer service experience, and she launched her own customer service consulting company, New Phase Career Solutions, um, as a business coach, as a speaker, and as an author. She has energy. She has a solid record of accomplishments and an extensive um, experience background, and so she really is able to help professional and business-oriented women um, that are flourishing, you know, that are emerging coaches, emerging and flourishing speakers and aspiring authors um, with a roadmap to prosperity. Yeah, we need a roadmap sometimes. So uh, we're so excited. We're going to bring her on air right now live on the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show. No, I don't sing for those that are thinking I'm singing, but I'm, we're <laughs> on live here. Hello, hello. <laughs> Rita, welcome. Hey, 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 how are you doing? Hey, I am wonderful. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Charvette. Thank you so much for having me on your show tonight. I love your energy. <laughs> oh, listen, we have to have the energy high here for you and for our listeners. And so um, thank you so much. So let's, let's just chat a little bit um, about okay. how you, you know, got into, um, let's start with the business coaching part. How did that emerge for you? Well, for me, my story is a little different. I know you hear a lot of women say they, you know, they drop their nine to five to get into business for themselves. But unfortunately, uh -huh. I wouldn't even say unfortunately. I wouldn't even say unfortunately. But God had another way or a plan for me. Um, I got into business coaching, uh, first of all, because over five years ago, I wanted to start, I started my own business, New Faith Career Solutions, uh, because I was an advocate, I'm still an advocate of customer service. But the real reason why I even started that company was because it was hard for me to find a job. Uh, the reason why it was hard for me to find a job, because 12 years ago, back in 2005, I was arrested and convicted as a felon in the state of North Carolina. So I made some bad choices mm. in my life, and I had to pay for it, right? You know we got to pay for our mistakes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. nobody would really hire me, you know, as and I would look for jobs over and over again. Uh, people would say, you know what, you, I love your energy, I love your background, I love your resume, but uh, we can't hire you because of this felon that you have. So I had to go into workshop and create my own job. So that's where I created mm. New Faith Career Solutions. But look, unfortunately, um, that, that business flopped because I didn't have the proper guidance. I didn't take a lot of action that I was supposed to, and I. But uh -huh. I learned so much in that journey of starting that business. And hence is the reason why I became a business coach. Because you know, when we get into coaching, we really want to teach others from our mistakes, so that they don't right. make the same mistakes. <laughs> well, let me salute you for being, you know, authentic and transparent. Because certainly, you know, some people could say, "Oh, I'm not, you know, I'm good now, so I don't have to mention." you know, what happened in the past, and I don't have to mention that I can just kind of go on. And so I, you know, salute you for, 
being, being able to say, you know what, no, I was at that place, not there anymore, and so let me reach back and help somebody else. So mm-hmm. kudos to you for that. Kudos to you exactly. for that. And so I bet you found yourself doing a lot of speaking. So that kind of segues into into the speaking. Is that a correct analysis? Yeah, it is. That's what I found. I didn't even know, <laughs> to be honest. I, sorry, I didn't even know you could get paid to speak. At that moment uh-huh. when I got into the speaking arena, I fell upon, um, I asked God to show me, you know, what to do. Um, how do you want me to do it? And he told me to open my mouth. I said, well, God, how do you want me to do that? What you mean, open my mouth? Yeah. You know, we ask questions. Uh-huh. So I asked some questions. I said, so can you, God, show me, um, align me with, with whoever you want me to connect with? And that's when he connected with me with Cheryl Wood, who was my speaker coach at the time. And to be honest, I think she just popped out of thin air. It was like <laughs> all of a sudden I saw her on my timeline on Facebook. I was just scrolling through Facebook, and I saw that she was having a free call to um, help emergent speakers. I said, speakers, hold on, let me listen to this. And when I listened to it, she offered her program, which I invested in. It was my first time really investing in myself, like taking my money mm-hmm. to um, invest in me, and I saw value in that. And, and since then, I have been on and popping when it comes to speaking. I love to speak now. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So big shout out to Cheryl Woods, um, definitely a friend of the show, and she has been on the show. Uh, and I actually yeah. went to her conference. Yeah, I went to her conference back in uh, just a couple months ago, so shout out there. And so what are some of the topics, uh, you know, your most requested topics or signature talks that you that you deliver to audiences? Uh, my most popular is uh, my, my background story, being a convicted felon. Um, I, I call it from, from, from felon to favor. Um, is my most uh, popular talk. People really want to hear my background story on why I became an entrepreneur and and how God really ordered myself to where I am now. And also, I'm very much known as the foundation queen, so I love Uh to help women um, build that solid foundation in their business. Um, I love to make, I love to hold hands with the beginners in business. Um, I love to show them the rope. So people love to hear my talks about building solid foundations in their business. And of course, people love to hear my stories about how I became an author and, and they want to know the steps I took to become an author, what stories to write. So those are my most popular talks um, that I am often asked to come and speak about. All right. I, I love that. And the foundational piece uh, for, for women that, you know, a lot of people are, as we are transitioning out of this year and going into the new year, a lot of people will have, you know, aspirations and even, you know, mm-hmm. um, declare different things and say, okay, I'm starting my business this year or I'm going to be very serious next, you know, mm-hmm. next year, this coming year coming up. So what are some of the foundational things that, you kind of hone in on, or maybe it's a couple tips around their foundation that you usually share with um, share with some of your clients. Uh, most most of all, you have to know who your target audience is, and I really mm-hmm. really hardly speak to this because when I first got into coaching and to speaking, I didn't really know who my target audience was. I was like most women when they go into business. I know I wanted to motivate women, you know, but what type of woman? Yeah. Um, what what is her pain point? 
um, how are you going to help her? Uh, what are your services going to do? To, what is the end result of her working with you? And what, what is going to happen with, when she finishes working with you? So um, target audience is one. Um, number two is having that vision. Not just a vision to see, but I mean having a vision statement about your company, um, having those core values. Um, so if we have those core values in our business and we know what we are and what we're not, then we won't find ourselves being confused or we won't find ourselves mm. in places that we're not supposed to be. You know, so if my core value is single mothers, then why would I be over here uh, uh, attempting to apply for a speaking engagement that's all men if, if it's not targeting who I want to target. So I think I know that we should be intentional in our business. So target audience, having a vision statement, and a lot of women that I've come upon, Charvette, they are not mm-hmm. structured in their business. Like they, they have not filed their business with the state that they're living in. They're just, um, just going off of a, a, a hype in the dream. And we're not taking uh-huh. care of business in the back end. Uh, we don't know where our finances are. We don't keep up with our finances. Um, even if you start with a spreadsheet, start somewhere so you can keep up with your money. You don't know what's coming in, what's going out. Those are the foundational things that I, I, I really teach women to do before you start even posting on Facebook and telling people what you do. Have those things in order first. So then when you go out into the marketplace, you're clear. You're confident and you're concise. All right. This is Real Talk, Good Talk right here with Charlotte <laughs> Deloach. Yep, yep, yep. If you're just tuning in, you're in the right place here on the Charlotte Metro Radio Show. Getting some good foundational advice for you uh, for those in particular that are aspiring. And so the book, so when did the book come about, like, in, in, this, in your journey? I wrote my uh, – first, I, I wrote a snippet, my – First time being an author, author, I wrote a snippet in a book for single mothers. At that time, I told my journey uh, from being a single mother to being married. So I kind of got my feet wet in that book. It was a, a huge success. So um, shout out to Miss um, Wanda for compiling that um, book together. So that was over like four years ago we did that one. But then I had the opportunity to write a part of my story um, in, in Sherwood's book. So we connected again, and she had um, her book, The Fearless Living Experience, to come out. And um, I was, you know, asked to write a snippet of my story. Um, but the thing, Charvette, I was so not into writing about being a felon at the time, but the Lord said, you mm-hmm. got, your story is an impact, and you need to write that because women need to, they need to see what you've been through. They need to see your fearless living experience. Uh, and why you are where you are. Uh, so I wrote a snippet there, and back in um, 2016 is when I released my single uh, book called From Failing to Favor, Overcoming What Should Have Killed You, where I really um, honed in and was transparent about what happened to me 12 years ago, about why I was in back of the police car, why I was getting fingerprinted, why I was going back and forth, to the probation officer every single month to get drug tested, you know, going back and forth to court. So I was really in detail. I felt the need to release that book so that uh, even others that have been in a, a similar situation as me would know that they, they can overcome, especially as women. There are a lot of women uh, felons uh, that I found out about after I wrote the book. 
and they were like, wow, I thought I was the only one. And, and trust me, I let them know you are not. Um, I'm just learning yeah. to leave the, leave the past in the past. But I'm still not keeping my mouth shut about my, my past because somebody needs to hear my story. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so how can people get a hold of any of the books that you have either contributed to or written? They can go to my website. Um, at www.sharitaspeaks.com and just go to the shop with Sharita and you will see all of my books there on my website. All right. There you have it. There you have it. And what I love also is that you do have a free training series offer. So if they jump over to your website um, about monetizing your message. So tell the listeners a little mm-hmm. bit about that, that free offer you have. Yes, it's a three-part video where it gives you those foundational tips on how you can monetize your message. Again, before you can even start making money in anything you do, you got to have a solid foundation. So I talk about those solid foundations in beginning of your speaking career. So they can go on over to my website and grab that free training. It's a free three-day training. Um, they can get it. It's full of so much value. I believe in giving value to the women or men that desire to monetize their message. All right, so there you have it. You can pick that up right there, right there. And so for people that are saying, I want to connect with you for, you know, business coaching, um, what's the best way to do, connect with you for that? Um, they can still go to my website, um, www.sharitaspeaks.com, and they can go to the tab where it says Work with Sharita. I have several options that they can work with me. They can book a discovery call with me first. And we will, you know, have a 30-minute session to see where I fit in with them in their business and how I can help them get to their next level. Um, I have different options. I also have um, they can get some virtual courses. Um, They can start there. And the virtual courses range from as low as $7 to $47. They can get virtual courses. So um, inside my membership, I have a Boss Woman Elite VIP membership for those that desire to have that um, that monthly training, I got hot seat coaching. I have different uh, free um, options as well for them. They get an option to eat, teach my tribe. I have a Facebook group and on Facebook, so they have the opportunity to take their expertise and teach that tribe. So I have a lot of options uh, for the membership. Um, and I also have in 2018 a, a new option that I'm working with is the Mentor Moments with Sharita. Um, that's going to be by application only, uh, but you have to get in, be in the membership and take um, certain courses in order to mentor with me one-on-one for the year of 2018. So I'm excited for the women that are already there and signed up, and I'm just excited about helping them to their next level. So those are the ways that they can um, work with me, um, either that one-on-one or the uh, membership. I highly advise the membership because that's a great way to get that continued education as well as you get some time with me as well. All right. So I always like to give, you know, the option out for people to to work with, you know, our guests because some people connect with different people. You know, they someone mm-hmm. listening might have heard something you said and said, hmm, that somebody is that I want to connect with. And so I definitely always want to get that, that connection point out. So listen, there, there you have it. And so for those that are um, – that are looking to to write books 
And do you have a few tips that you would give, like if they're just starting, maybe they have 10 pages written and they're like, I'm getting stuck um, finishing. Any tips for those people that are listening? Yeah, if you are getting stuck, I would advise you to definitely um, look into hiring you a book coach. There are um, several that I know of. I'm not a book coach, but I can help you publish the book. Uh, But I know that book coaches help you to get outlined. They help you to get unstuck. Um, And sometimes we just need to maybe stop writing for a minute and then come back Mm -hmm. to it um, and and get a refresher, you know, how we need to close things down sometimes and get refreshed. Um, So that's one of my advices when it comes to writing. And, again, just knowing, um, keep keep the end in mind. Keep the the end in mind when it comes to your book. Um, I tell people all the time, what do you want to accomplish with your book? Like sit down and realize what do you want to do with it? Do you want to have your own talk show? Do you want to go to the nations with your book? Begin with the end in mind, and when you do that, that gives you the motivation to keep going because you're like, okay, yes, I know that I can um, bring, have my book on the on the old the old network, or I can have my book featured with TD Jakes, or I can have my book yes. um, inside of different um, outlets. A book outlet, you can do it definitely, but you gotta work towards that. You gotta set goals towards that. You gotta believe that you have a product that's gonna get that far to where you want to be. So that's my advice for those that are kind of stuck in writing. Go back, go back and dream, envision what's the end in mind. What do you want to accomplish with that book before you move forward? All right. I am loving this advice. I am loving this advice. Uh, and you all need to be picking up what she's putting down right now uh, on the Charmin <laughs> radio show. And so I know that there are people, uh, and what I love about your kind of your, you know, your journey of, you know, from convicted felon to a thriving businesswoman is that you are you're snatching away really any excuses, you know, that someone might have. Mm-hmm. You you just, like, mm-hmm. snatch their excuses away. Do you find that there are people who are, like, fearful of moving forward or, or fear whatever? I don't know. They feel like they can't do it. They feel like there's barriers. Do you come across people like that? I do a lot. I was like that, too. Um, but, Charvet, I had to get to the point where I had to do it anyway. Like, I mean, you might as well, you only have one life to live. I realized that my calling and my gifts was not about me, that it was about those that I am destined to impact. And sometimes we, mm-hmm. we, we say it's fear. I think we say it's fear, but I think it's just selfish. I think we're just selfish. Ooh. We're selfish with what we have. We, we think it's about us. We think about, oh, what would they think? That stuff don't matter. That stuff really don't matter. You're just being selfish. I want us to stop being selfish with our gifts, our talents, our books, whether you are called to speak, whether you are supposed to be that mommy coach. What God has called you to do, you need to do it. Uh, we need to be. We need to have a sense of urgency when it comes yeah. to our gifts and talents. Um, so that's very important. I just, I don't think it's fair to answer you. I don't think it's fair. I think it's just being selfish. Well, wow. now that's a different way to that's a that's a different way to turn this. That's a different way to turn this. If you think about it as a in a way of being selfish versus oh no, I'm just scared. This no, that's really 
being selfish is not fear. All right, there you have it. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Where can um, listeners connect with you on Facebook and on Twitter? Um, um, on Facebook and Twitter, I'm at Sharita Speaks. So you just look me up at Sharita Speaks. Your uh, my fan page will come up for you as well as I have a Twitter and Instagram at Sharita Speaks. All right, there you go, there you go. So what is on the horizon for you? What are you working on for 2018? What's coming down the pike? Oh, I have so much. But I give, I give you guys, I know two things I know that I have coming down the pike is that um, I have um, I have the brand Boss Women Elite, um, and that's my mm-hmm. networking group. I started here in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. I'm going to continue that in 2018, but now I have brought along some ambassadors, some women that are ready to take the brand and have some networking events in different parts of North Carolina. So you're going to see Boss Women Elite networking events in Raleigh, North Carolina, in Wilson, North Carolina, and Charlotte, North Carolina, and Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, and also I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the last city. I know I have five cities <laughs> in mind, but those those five cities will have the opportunity. Women entrepreneurs will have the opportunity starting in March to come to networking events hosted by Boston Elite. And we have some great ambassadors that are going to host those networking events. So I'm so excited to have these women to tag along with me in the vision that God has given me. They have, they just earnestly say yes. They wanted to be a part. Uh, but more so, it's going to create a platform for them where they can display their expertise at these networking events. Um, they can show off what they're working with, too, so it's not just about me. Um, but another thing I'm going to have coming down um, the pipe is that I'm going to have my Facebook show for um, Boss Women. It's going to be called Boss Women Rise Up um, Show. It's going to be on Facebook. Um, and I'm going to use right. my platform, my, my fan page. So I have women already booked all the way up to May of 2018 that's going to come on the show and speak with me about entrepreneurship. We're going to give some great nuggets, just like me and you are doing here. We we, yes. we don't do fluff. We don't, we don't do fluff. We want to <laughs> give some great some great nuggets to women entrepreneurs. So I have some I am so excited about the women that just say yes, they believe in me. You know how people sign up for your shows and things like that to know that it's just an honor that they wanna be on the show. So that's that's two things I you'll you'll be seeing a lot more of Sharita Deloach and um, that brand Boss Women Elite as well. Oh, I love that. And these are gonna be Facebook lives. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to do interview style of Facebook Live. Um, There's some great women I'm going to interview. They're also going to be doing like we're doing with chat and, and giving some great nuggets to women entrepreneurs. Uh, we should, I think as women entrepreneurs, we should always be in a posture of sharing with other women, you know, regardless. Yeah. We should be able to help the next woman up. So that's what we got going on in 2018. All right, so listeners, keep your eyes and ears out for that. And I also love the uh, kind of in-person experiences that you are creating at your five different stops. So don't you think, don't you feel like um, we're on social media, yes, but there does need to be an element some at some point in time where you, you hook up and connect in person. Don't you agree that that's impactful? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I hardly, I guess, with all of my heart, I agree 
and that's why I started the networking events in 2016 here in Rocky Mount because I wanted to, for me personally, I wanted to look in the eyes of women. I wanted to take the time out to feel their spirit. They feel my spirit, and let's network. Um, let I want them to leave from my space a different way that they came. So I just decided yeah. to create my own platform for women entrepreneurs. So this year I'm bringing on other women to help them to create their platform as well. All right. And so connect, connect. And I just um, hosted a two-day conference um, December 8th and 9th. And um, I just got to tell you, and I, and I say all the time, that you have to um, you you have to come aside and come in person at some point. Um, mm-hmm. Online is great, and, and I am on a social media and online platform coach and web designer and all of that, but there is an element um, that you have to come offline and actually connect with people in person. So kudos on that. Exactly. So my last – Exactly. Yeah, my last – question for you is the goal of my show is to motivate excite and influence and we want to know what continues to motivate you what continues to motivate me is those women that need me Um, and I haven't touched Mm -hmm. the surface of the ones that I'm supposed to connect with yet but I feel their spirit I know that they're out there I I know that I this is why I know I'm destined to do what I do because it's not about me, it's about them. So they continue to inspire me. They continue to help push me, uh, whether they know it or not, even the current clients that I have. They push me, they motivate me. When they get those aha moments, when I see them moving forward, that motivates me to keep going and knowing that I'm in the right place at the right time. All right. Right on track. All right. Well, thank you so much again for stopping by the show, and um, we just wish you much more continued success. Thank you so much for having me, Charvet. I really appreciate it. Oh, you are welcome. You are welcome. All right, listeners. Um, listen, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to be back with um, tonight's third segment here on the season finale show of the Charvet Mitchell Radio Show. We have Crystal Bell Salisbury that's joining us. Listen, um, she competed in pageants since the age of 17. She's got experience in competition, judging, coaching, emceeing, directing, stage management, uh, and she is here. Listen, all things pageantry will be able to talk about. She's also the founder and CEO of The Glamour Effect. Yep, yep, yep. And you're going to get to meet her right after these quick commercial breaks. So this is what I want you to do. Jump on Facebook, jump on Twitter, tell them what you're listening to. Say head on over to the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show. It's getting hot in here. (laughs) All right, let's go. It's the Charlotte Mitchell Radio Show. Charlotte will be back after this. Hello, we are 123jobzone.com, an online job search portal. We are user-friendly, and if you're searching for a job, with us, it's easy as 123. Step 1, go to www.123jobzone.com and register as a job seeker. Step 2, once registered, upload your resumes. Step 3, get connected with employers looking for people like you who are ready and willing to work. Don't forget to follow 123JobZone on Twitter and Facebook to find out more about our upcoming job fairs. What are you waiting for? Stop by 123JobZone.com today. Good luck with your job search. 
Does your church or ministry have a website? Are you a local artist or author that has an established web presence? If you answer no to any of these questions, you're letting countless opportunities pass you by. Hi, I'm Charvette Mitchell. Mitchell Productions was created with your needs in mind. We will provide you with stylish and economical online marketing solutions. From email marketing to your own website, Mitchell Productions caters to ministries, nonprofits, small businesses, and special events. Check out our portfolio at Mitchell-Productions.com. In today's world, a website is not a luxury, it's a necessity. And Mitchell Productions can create your website in a stylish manner at a very economical price. Don't let business, customers, or new congregation members pass you by. Visit Mitchell Productions today at www.Mitchell-Productions.com. Let us showcase your organization to the world. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. totally honest, I actually had no desire to compete in pageants initially. 
Um, I had solved mm-hmm. pageants in my hometown for years, but that was something I never desired to do on my own. And I'll tell you why. is because I never thought I had the confidence and I never thought I was pretty enough to compete in pageants. And th- throughout, you know, my preteen years, my mom saw, you know, that, you know, pageants were, you know, very prevalent in my hometown. She wanted me to compete in a pageant. And of course, I told her no. And <laughs> eventually I decided to give in. And my very first pageant was the Miss Teen of Alabama pageant, which is a preliminary to Miss Teen of America. And the reason why I was drawn to this system is because it wasn't a typical beauty pageant. And one of the things that I struggled with, I had a misconception of pageants in general. I just thought pageants um, were vain, that you had to be a certain, Mm -hmm. you had to have a certain look. And that's not true. And Miss Teen of Alabama looked at the, whole girl they looked at the girl who was involved in extracurricular activities that had good grades that was into community service and at the time I was doing all three of those and I thought to myself this is a good pageant for me this will be a good fit for me and that was my first pageant experience at age 17. My goodness and so that confidence piece that that's something um you know interesting do do you feel like the confidence started growing, you know, as you got more involved or as even just stepping your toe into the pageantry world, do you feel like the confidence piece just kind of came up naturally? Absolutely. Pageantry really helped with my self-confidence because prior to me competing in pageants, I I did lack self-confidence and just being on stage Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, showcasing my pageant walk, being in front of an audience, it really does help build self-confidence. And even in the pageantry industry, you have to do interviews, and that helps with your communication skills. And, of course, it and in turn helps with your confidence as well. All right, so there you you go, listeners. Uh, you know, it's not just about, like, hey, walking around with a bathing suit on. You know, there, mm-hmm. there, are, many, there are many layers to that. And um, I actually had the opportunity uh, two years in a row in Richmond, a pageant came to Richmond, and I was uh, asked to be um, an interviewer, a judge, actually, and a part of the judging um, responsibilities was that we had to actually do interviews um, before the, you know, the actual pageant day, and that needed to play a role in our decision. So um, it's not, it's a balance. So I think the bottom line Absolutely. is that really it is about a balance. Yeah, yeah. And so after you got the first, you into the first pageant, started at 17, what kind of, what was your path after that? Well, actually, after that initial pageant, I decided to do my high school pageant, uh, my senior year in high school, and I competed in that. It was actually the Miss Hanlian pageant, and I finished in the top ten. And then after that um, pageant, I took a small break from pageantry because at that time I entered into college at Jacksonville State University, and I kind of wanted to just focus on my education. And I did compete in um, three different pageants in college. We had a, a Miss Homecoming pageant, which I competed in that, that pageant twice. And then my residence hall had a pageant as well, and I competed in that pageant. It was the Miss Department Hall pageant, and I actually won that title. And those were the only pageants I competed in while I was in college. Um, once I graduated, got into my career, I, the pageant bug hit me again, and I wanted to compete again. So I competed in the <laughs> Miss Black Alabama, Miss Black Alabama USA pageant, which is a preliminary to Miss Black USA. Did really well at that pageant, finished fourth runner-up, and won the interview award. And I've competed 
in several different pageants since then. Um, I have a current title. is the Miss African American United 2017. That's my title. And this pageant oh. is actually unique because it's an online-based competition. It's an online pageant. And wow. the way they judge you, you have to create an online portfolio. And what I did, I created a portfolio on my current website, crystalbell.com, and it listed um, the things I was doing with my reign as my state title, had my pictures, and there were certain categories that we had to compete in, and I had to create um, a web page per category to highlight the items they wanted me to highlight for that category, and they judge you based on your portfolio. So I actually won that title in February of this year. And like I said, I, I currently coach and consult. I run a blog, crystalbell.com, and I actually just in, uh, recently published a book called Manifest the Crown. Yes, and so we want to definitely talk about the book. I do want to mention, though, um, that you graduated Jacksonville State University uh, magna cum laude. So, you know, just having those two pageants during that time, that was time well spent because you were definitely Absolutely. on your <laughs> – on your study, so that was a good, that was a great decision there um, to make. And so, for your book, um, talk a little bit about you know why you bought you wrote the book. I wrote the book because I wanted to provide a crystal clear, you know, a crystal clear guide for women and girls who were interested in the pageantry industry. Something straightforward because I know there's a lot of girls that come to me, a lot of women that come to me that are interested in pageants. They don't know where to start. So I wanted to create a guide mm -hmm. for them to really sh show them an easy way to really garner success in the industry. And I look at it from a holistic standpoint. Um, of course, you need to have an amazing interview. You need to have an amazing walk. You need to do well on your on-stage uh, on questions. Everything is important. But one thing that I stress mm -hmm. in the book is that you have to have a mindset of a winner. And if you don't have that mindset, it doesn't matter if your interview is on point. It doesn't matter if your walk is on point. You're, nine times out of ten, you're probably not going to win because mm. your mindset determines a whole lot of things. And that's one of the things that um, I had to teach myself, that I had to have a winner's mindset even before I walked on stage even before I walked into an interview room. I had to believe in myself. I had to believe that I was going to do well. And that's one of the things that I taught myself. And that's one of the things that I talk about in the book. That's actually the first point that I make is that you have to have a mindset of a winner. You have to shift your mindset. You have to stop thinking negatively. You have to stop comparing yourself to other women and girls that's competing against you. You have to focus on you and do your very best. And, of course, I touch on the fact, of course, you do have to educate yourself. You do have to practice your interview questions. You do have to practice your walk and do your research on your pageant system. Of course, that's all important. And the last point that I want to make is you have to have self-confidence. Um, yeah. In order to really be successful in this industry, you have to be confident. You know, there's no way around that. Um, queens are confident. You know, they're out in the public. They're out in the community. They're doing radio shows or doing TV shows, they have to exude confidence, and that's very important. So the tips that I provide in the book is pretty much the things that I've done in my own life, in my own journey to, in pageantry. Okay. 
Okay, phenomenal. And uh, as far as ages, you know, we we see a lot on TV, kind of like the, you know, I think Honey Boo Boo um, mm-hmm. got us first uh, open the awareness around kind of like the young age, the young age of competing in pageants, and uh, some of those really young girls who are very made up. Are you a proponent for that? Or are you against that? What's your stand on kind of that young pageant life? Honestly, I'm not against um, girls competing in pageants at a very young age. I, I personally don't like all of the makeup at that young mm-hmm, age. Mm-hmm. And I know that's um, the norm now because you, and they call those pageants glitz pageants where, you know, the girls are heavily made up. They have the hair flippers and the makeup and the, the um, you know, all the adornments, you know, for those particular pageants. I'm personally not a big fan yeah. of those because I feel like girls should be girls. And I'm more a proponent of the natural pageants, you know, you're showcasing your natural beauty. You know, it, of course, mm-hmm. you get a certain age where you can wear makeup, that's fine. But I just feel like girls should be girls. But, you know, there, you know, there are some people that have a different opinion of me, and that's fine as well. Listen, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, and this is my show, so we can say what we want to say. Thank you <laughs> very much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. <laughs> And so um, oftentimes people um, don't realize that there are a lot of different levels around pageantry. So some people mm-hmm. just kind of think, you know, the this, the Miss Virginia, I'm in Virginia, the Miss Virginia or Miss Georgia or what, and then that it goes to, you know, the United States, Miss USA, then it goes mm-hmm. to the universe. Can you talk a little bit about the different levels um, that are available actually in the pageantry world? Well, you actually, you know, with any pageant, you have your local pageants, which is are, are in your local hometown. Um, then you have, you know, once you win your local pageant, you, you can move up to your state level, which you're competing against women and girls across the state. Um, and then, of course, if you win your state title, you have what is called a national title. And then that's um, in accordance with a lot of systems like Miss America, uh, the Miss America system. They have a local state and a national title then of course you have miss usa so there's different levels depending on the system each system is very different um some systems okay. don't even have local comp- some systems may not even have local competition or state competitions they'll have what is called at large titles which means that you know there's no particular pageant in that state or that locale so a, a contestant can pay a fee and just go at large and represent that state at large at the national competition depending on what the system is. And, of course, you do have your okay. local, I like to call them hometown, small-town pageants, because I'm from a small town. So you have those types of pageants where you're, the high school may sponsor or the middle school may sponsor the pageant or a certain group or community group may sponsor a pageant. So, um, honestly, there are pageants everywhere. There are all types of pageants. So there's one for everyone. There is one for everyone. So I wanted to bring that up, listeners. If you yourself you know, or looking for a pageant or you have a teen or what have you and you're and you're interested after hearing Crystal uh, and you're becoming Crystal Clear and you're saying, you know, I think this would be good for my daughter. There are options out there. And I love on your website, you actually have a pageantry directory uh, on crystalbell.com. And so that may be um, mm-hmm. useful for listeners. But as a coach, you're, you're someone that uh, people can actually hire to help kind of walk them through this, right? Absolutely. Great. And how would they get in contact um, with you if they want to hire you as a pageant coach? Um, they can contact me at crystal 
at crystalbell.com. And I'm also on all social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And my handle is I am Crystal Bell. And that's the, those are the best ways to contact me if they're interested in receiving coaching services from me. All right. There and I also have, have a... Have yeah, go right I'm ahead. I'm sorry. And I also have a website for my coaching that's totally different from crystalbell.com, and it's actually called the www.theglamoureffect.weebly.com. And that website pretty much tells, you know, what type of services I offer when it comes to coaching, and it tells my credentials and, you know, how long I've been in the industry and just more information about my coaching services. All right. So the Glamour Effect is where you uh, want to go there, theglamoureffect.weebly.com, and you also can connect to it uh, if you're hanging out on um, her main page as well. I was able to click over from there. So um, there you have it, there you have it. So a lot of times with the, um, the, the different pageants, they want the winner to have a platform, either you know a mm-hmm. cause or something that they represent. Is that um, something that you know really anyone that gets into pageantry should be thinking about, you know, what their platform is? Absolutely, because most most mainstream pageants are going to want you to have a platform. And and mm-hmm. I tell my girls, my the ones that I coach, is choose something that's near and dear to your heart. Choose something that you're passionate about, that you have a thorough knowledge about. Um, my platform is actually endometriosis awareness. And the reason why I chose that platform is because I'm an endometriosis survivor. I was diagnosed in 2008 at stage, with the stage 4 level of the disease. So, of course, I'm going to be passionate about it because I currently suffer from it, from that illness. So mm. my goal is to um, really educate the you know society about the disease and just to educate not just women and girls, but, you know, women and girls, men as well, because, of course, men have wives, and a lot of times they may have wives that have the symptoms of endometriosis, but if they don't know about it, then they don't know to seek a healthcare professional. And the title of my platform is called Code Yellow, an alert on endometriosis, because the color yellow is symbolic to endometriosis awareness. Wow. So I think well, it's very important. Talk, yeah, let's talk It's very important to have out. a platform. I'm, yeah, let's help some listeners out. You know, what are some things that you can share, you know, about that, the symptoms, um, you know, how people can get help? Just tell, you know, let's help our listeners out right now uh, about some things you would share about endometriosis. Absolutely. Um, one in 10 women um, struggle with endometriosis. That's 6.3 million women and girls across the United States actually suffer from the disease. It does not discriminate with race, socioeconomic status, age, it can be seen in women as young as eight years old. And a lot of mm. times um, women will go, women, not, not just specifically women, but girls, like I said, because they can start as young as eight, they'll go from doctor to doctor with no definitive diagnosis, and most will go to at least seven doctors before they're properly diagnosed. I went to about seven before I was diagnosed. I started experiencing the symptoms at 13. I didn't get a diagnosis mm. until I was 23. So that was a span of about 10 years. I suffered in silence for about 10 years. Some of the symptoms of endometriosis is very excruciating, painful periods. And, of course, you know, during the time of the month, some women will experience some sort of pain or discomfort. But this type of pain Mm -hmm. with a woman who experiences endometriosis is unbearable pain, pain that debilitates her where she can't get out of bed, where she can't go to work, Mm. where she can't go to school. Um, That's the type of pain I'm talking about. Um, having painful bowel movements, um, 
Um, actually, another another symptom will be for women. You know, painful sex is another um, um, sign that could be endometriosis, um, abdominal mm. pain. Um, also, endometriosis it can be pretty much seen throughout the body, specifically through the reproductive area. Your okay. your of uh, uterus, fallopian tubes. It can even be seen on the kidneys. Uh, in some severe cases, it can be seen on the brain. Um, and there's four wow. different levels to it. You have stage one to stage the uh, worst uh, level. That was the level that I had. Um, and the, one of the um, leading causes of infertility, I mean, endometriosis is actually one of the leading causes of infertility. So a lot of times when women are trying to have children and they, they don't understand why they can't conceive one of the mm-hmm. one of the possible uh, reasons could be endometriosis. I can't I can't really say that definitively. You have to seek a doctor for that, but it's one of the leading causes of infertility. So, if if any woman or girl is currently experiencing any of those symptoms that I just named, I would seek a healthcare professional immediately because it could be it could be endometriosis. All right, there you there you have it. Uh, from the voice of experience. Um, go and uh, seek some medical help. So thank you so much for sharing. I definitely wanted to, um, you know, have your platform be heard here on, you know, on the show. So thank you for that. And so um, the book that you have written, and I love to, I always love to ask authors, you know, how, you know, how did you sit down and, and find the time to do it? Was there a catalyst that said, hey, I've got to write the book and I should write it now? Uh, do you have any specific story around, like, you putting pen to paper on the book? Actually, honestly, that's, this book was a long journey. I started actually writing this book in 2013, and I didn't finish mm. it until this year. And I will be honest, I was a bit procrastinator at the time. <laughs> so I would write a little, and then I would stop. A few months will pass by. I start back writing again. A few months will pass by. And, of course, it turned into a four-year um, time span. And, honestly, I was initially inspired to write the book through my, grand- through my godmother because she encouraged me. You should, you know, you, you, she was telling me that you know so much about the industry. You should put it in a book. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I started the year yeah. in 2013 but didn't finish until four years later. Um, <laughs> you know, I let things get in the way, you know, working full-time, other ac- outside activities. But I made a commitment this year that I was going to get the book done. And I had a goal that I wanted the book, you know, book finished and published before I got married. I got married in September, September 30th this year. And the book became available in August of this year. So I just made a commitment. I said, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to get it done this year. Goal accomplished. And congratulations on your wedding. Because you're still very much a newlywed. (laughs) I am. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. So that's good. So you met and accomplished that goal. And so um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, like where people can can pick up the book, Manifest the Crown, a Crystal Clear Guide to Pageantry Success. It is currently on Amazon.com. It's in a Kindle and a paperback version. And more, most recently, it's available on Barnes & Noble as well. 
Oh, there you have it. Uh, so you can grab this, and this will be great stocking stuffer. I always say books are great, great, great stocking stuffers. And listen, you got Absolutely. some reviews on Amazon. Uh, Amazon, Demarius D put A+, plus, A+. Plus. Uh, another reader, Carrie, said great read with a lot of insight into the world of pageantry and how to be the best on and off stage. I love that it is written to appeal to pageant girls no matter what the pageant system is. So those are some um, hot off the press right there live. I'm just reading them straight from Amazon reviews listeners so you can you can go check it out. And I love how you're holding on the book cover. I love how you're holding this beautiful crown. Oh yes, and it's, that's a that's a funny story behind that. Um the reason why that picture is on the front cover. Um, a year prior to me publishing the book, I wanted to do a photo shoot to to put new pictures on my blog, crystalbell.com. So me and the photographer was in downtown Montgomery, Alabama at the time when I was living there, and I said, I just want to I want to take a picture with a crown in my hand because, you know, my blog is a pageantry blog. And at the time, yeah. I didn't even think what I was going to put on the cover of my book. And then when it was time to figure out what was going to be on the cover of the book, I went back to that picture. I said, this is perfect because the book is called Manifest the Crown, and I'm holding a crown in my hand. So it worked out beautifully. Oh, wow. I love it. It's beautiful. Listen, book covers help to sell books. <laughs> book covers help, help to sell books. And great, great, great. And are there, it for, as far as the age, any age, this would be good, women and girls, right, for this book? Absolutely, women and girls. Mm-hmm. All right, there you have it. Do you also do any um, public speaking? Do you get to that opportunity or invitations to come out and speak? I do. I actually um, did my first Manifest the Crown workshop in November in Birmingham, Alabama. I um, spoke to a, girl, to a group of girls, of, of uh, about 30 girls, and we talked about, you know, pageantry and what it really takes to manifest the crown. And I will say this, um, a lot of times when I say manifest the crown, I'm not always talking about a physical crown. Now, of course, me being yeah. in the pageantry industry, of course, you know, there is a physical crown, but a crown to me is any sign of achievement. A crown could be making good grades. A crown could be a job, a job promotion. A crown could be mm. finishing up a book. You know, it doesn't also have, it doesn't always have to be a piece uh, a piece of headgear that you put on your head. Mm-hmm. A crown can be whatever you want it to be, and that is my goal with you know not only the book with just in, with my passion and purpose of empowering women and girls for success that I want to teach them they can manifest their own crowns whatever that may be. And with the girls that I talked to, talked with back in November, I talked to them about that, about, you know, choosing what they want their crown to be and really working hard at it to accomplish that particular goal. And also we, we did an etiquette session where I taught them about table etiquette. So, yes, I've, I, I spoke to them about that. So I do speak as well. Oh, right. I love that. And I'm sure uh, they can jump over to your website if they want to send uh, reach out and send the contact information out for that. Absolutely. All right, there you have it. And so uh, we love to ask our guests about what motivates them. And so the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And so we'd love to hear what continues to motivate you. What continues to motivate me is the women and girls that I currently mentor. Um, Like I said earlier, I dealt with low self-esteem and insecurities, and I know there are other women and girls that deal with the same thing. And my job is to just empower them, to show them that they can have the self-confidence that they desire 
they can be great women and girls. And I want to do that just just to affirm with affirm within them that they can be great. And also, you know, me being a married woman, and of course, I want to leave a legacy for my future children as well. So that's what motivates me. Uh, well said, well said, and I think you are well on that mission. You are you are well on your way there. And so we're just glad you had an opportunity to stop by the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, and uh, we'll just keep our eye out on you. All right. Thank you. All right. You are quite welcome. Thank you for stopping by. All right, listeners, as always, any of our guests today, you can jump over to Sharvet.com. We put our, their full bio so you can see Crystal's information and connect there and all of our guests. And, listen, we have another segment for you. We are rounding it out here. And we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And then when we come back, we're going to be chatting up uh, with social media coach, speaker, and award-winning author, Shakita Lee Vogel. Yep, she is joining us here in the virtual studio. Uh, you know, I love talking about social media. We're going to talk about books. We're going to talk about all that jazz. So the ground, don't you move. We'll be going to be. We're going to be right back. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Industry Buzz with 3Gs.com. Join in today on the movement to bring integrity back to media. With one click of a button, you can disseminate your information right from Industry Buzz to all your favorite social sites like Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, and to your email contact. Maximize your vision today. Plus, get the latest news, entertainment, and media. Need fashion or makeup tips? Looking for a job? Connect with us today. Want to connect with other business visionaries? Connect with us today. This site is for everyone from teens to music lovers, from businessmen and women, industry professionals and performers. As a member of Industry Buzz with 3Z, you'll gain help promoting your vision. Industry Buzz with 3Zs will expose, expand, and keep your fan base up to date with all your happening. Members also receive free or discounted perks from various sponsored companies. So join the social network. Expand and stabilize your business. Connect with like-minded individuals. Need an artist to minister at your upcoming event? Look on Industry Buzz. Have a voice and submit your article to our e-magazine. Industry Buzz with 3Zs is the place to globalize your vision. Establish it today. Be heard. It's all on IndustryBuzzWith3Zs.com. Spiritual Food for Thought, 31 inspirational quotes to jumpstart your day by LaTanya Boyd consists of inspirational messages that offer daily words of empowerment, promote spiritual growth and development in the Lord Jesus Christ for your day-to-day living. Spiritual Food for Thought, 31 inspirational quotes to jumpstart your day. Available now on Kindle, ebook, and paperback. Log on to www.letiboyd.com. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell.
award-winning author. And listen, she's a self-described social media fanatic. Um, she started out on social media um, several years ago and has just been intrigued by it all. And she uses social media to help um, grow small businesses. She definitely loves teaching and coaching with emerging speakers and solopreneurs to help them um, use social media to grow their business a lot with uh, Facebook Live. She's also the co-author in the bestseller Chocolate and Diamond Diamonds for the Woman's Soul, which is an anthology. She also co-authored a book, Woman Innovators, Leaders, Makers, and Givers. Yep, yep, yep. And um, she really writes about how to get unstuck and to step out of the box and move move forward. And then um, her own published inspirational book, Relax, Unwind, and Soar in 22 Days. That is Shakita Lee Vogel. I'm bringing her up live on the air right now on the Charvet Mitchell Radio Show. Hello, Shakita. Welcome and thank you for joining us. Hello, Charvet. Thank you. I'm excited. How, oh, we're glad to have you. All right. So, how are you doing today? I am marvelous. How are you? I am wonderful. Wonderful. Doing well. Doing well. Listen, in the land of the living, as they say, in that, the land right. of the living. <laughs> so that's a good that's place. Right. So let's let's talk about like when did uh, you know I'm, I'm thinking of the uh, movie. Um, you know when did you fall in love with hip hop? So uh, you know when did you fall in love with social media? When did when did the social media bug bite you? Oh my gosh, it bit me. 2009, when I decided okay. to hop on to. Um, MySpace, AOL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I really fell in love with Twitter first. When I hopped on Twitter in uh, 2010, 2011, I hopped on Twitter and I was very intrigued. And I'm like, how can I figure out what I want to say in 140 characters? How can I do that? So it's like, think back to shorthand and try to get your point across. But since then, I've been up and running on multiple platforms. Wow! And you've been running, you've been running ever since. You've been running ever since. And so, let's let's share some tips because we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen and those that are aspiring and all that good stuff. Right now, jumping into 2018, you know, what are the top things on your list if someone's using social media um, to help build and grow their business? What are things that you're telling them to do right now? Figure out where their audience is. Mm, That is, like, very important. Um, You don't want to hop on Pinterest if no one that you know is on Pinterest. You know, you really have to Mm -hmm. figure out where your audience is, and you have to speak to your audience. So figuring out where they are is the first step. I mean, we, you know, you may love Instagram, but if people aren't really keen on sharing pictures and sharing inspiration, they're not going to be on there. So you really have to find out where your audience is. And then um, after you figure out where your audience is, you need to start building up your social media presence on that platform. So you want to, yeah, you'll you'll be starting out on that platform, but you want to start putting out some content. So whatever it is that you're going to be sharing, make sure you start filling out that platform completely. Um, besides that, you definitely need a picture. That's super important. I know a lot of people love to put their logo or their cat. Um, 
or their favorite car up there, you want to put a picture uh-huh. of yourself because people want to connect with who you are. They want to see your face. So you definitely want to do that. You want to have your bio filled out completely because um, we're, we're creatures of habit, so we like to check people yeah. out. So we want to know who you are and what you do. So you need to have that filled out. If you don't have a website for your business, put your Facebook business page up there so that they can find another place to connect with you. Um, So you want to have all of that filled out completely, and you want to start putting your content up there. So whatever type of business that you have, you want to start sharing that. But you don't want to do an overload, right? You don't want to keep telling Mm. people to buy from you. um, And you want to start giving out information. So you want to start sharing so that, you know, you're you're getting the people to understand what it is that you're about. So you want to start sharing information before you start trying to tell people that they should buy from you because people buy when they have a need and sometimes they could be emotional and sometimes not. Mm-hmm. So you really have to make sure that you point out what it is that you do and not just tell people why they need to buy from you. I mean, we need oh, electricity, good. so we can't go without that. But, you know, (laughs) we know if we don't get electricity, we're going to be in the dark. So that's a need for us. So, but you just want to make sure that you point out some things to people. Oh, that's good. That's so good because so many times people will just kind of like dump, I call them dumpers. They just dump Mm -hmm. content, you know, in Mm -hmm. social media and they don't engage or they don't, they just Mm -hmm. kind of dump. Mm -hmm. And and oftentimes Mm -hmm. it's kind of a sales in. And so it's really not the right, you know, right thing to do. Uh, and I don't know where people kind of got that notion from, like, other than they just feel this press to, well, I gotta, I gotta put content out. I gotta, gotta mm-hmm. have content. Um, yeah. Why do you think people feel like so overwhelmed? Like they feel like they just gotta put all of this content out. I think because they see other people doing that. So they figure um, these people are biting at them. So let me do the same thing because then I can get people to bite at what I'm doing. But obviously if someone did some, you know, if they did put out certain content and people are biting or engaging, it was something else that they did way before that. They're given the value Mm -hmm. of what they do before they ask for any type of sale. And um, you're right. They do forget that and they just, you know, come and dump and, you know, run out and it's like, mm, okay, I'm not really sure I want to buy that purse. <laughs> it got to right, match right. my outfit. I'm not just going to buy that purse. So you got to, you, you know, you got to give some sort of value and uh, they don't sometimes. So still a lot of work for people to do, especially when they think they don't need to do anything. So yes, yes, yes. So that's why listeners you need coaches like Shakita and me. <laughs> there you go. And so, <laughs> And so live streaming, we have to talk about live streaming because I know you, you do a lot in the, the space of trying to educate and train on live streaming. Um, and mm-hmm. so it is like the, you know, big bang buck that you're going to get on social media. Um, why are people fa- afraid of it? Um, it's like the fear. And I think they just don't really pay attention to to the fact that no one – you know, no one is going to really nitpick about what it is that's wrong with you. We are so mm-hmm. hard on ourselves that if we don't have our makeup or our hair is not done or we don't have, you know, our eyelashes, lipstick on, um, that people will say something. 
But honestly, people are going to come onto your live stream because, one, they know you, they know what you bring to the table, and they value what you talk about. So whether your hair is done, you got a hat on, you don't have no makeup on, it happens. We don't go to bed and wake up with makeup on. We don't go to bed and, you know, wake up refreshed. But right. with that said, please do come on with some clothes on. <laughs> some clothes, please. We don't want you to lay in the bed and, you know, do your live streams. I don't particularly, you know, tell people to do that. But you definitely want to come as you are. Um, you know, if you decide that you're not going to get any makeup on or, you you know, you're just going to throw a hat on, that's totally fine. But we are particular mm-hmm. and hard at critiquing ourselves, so we feel like someone else will do the same, which sometimes people don't even pay attention to that. They're more focused on no. what it is that you're talking about, especially if you have Absolutely. a title that draws them in. So, but we, we, we do that. We do that. Yeah, we do. And you know what? The no makeup and a hat on is perfectly fine. Like most of the time, mm-hmm. if you get into some really good light, either natural lighting or a light source that's directly in front of you, like you will look amazing with no makeup and a hat mm-hmm. on. <laughs> Sometimes yep. it's, the problem is just lighting. <laughs> it's yep. just, just lighting. And so if someone is saying, okay, I'm ready, yeah, go right ahead. We have those wonderful filters. <laughs> that can add yeah. to our lighting. See? So there you go. And if you want to, you know, do your Facebook Live like a little pretty um, puppy dog, I mean, hey, you know, they're different. And then there's some other mm-hmm. filters that just put like a nice glow on you. So really Facebook mm-hmm. is enticing and helping um, us to do some of these things. And so if someone's um, hanging out with us, Shakita, and they're saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick my toe into the Facebook Live arena, um, you know, mm-hmm. do you have a suggestion on what they might, you know, one or two, what, what they might do for their first, first or second Facebook Live? First, I would say definitely an intro, right? You just want to do an intro Mm -hmm. um, just to let people know who you are, what you plan on doing live streams about, and if you have a game plan of how often you plan on going on or um, the time of day, the day of week, you know, you can let that be known. But your first one should definitely be an intro so that you've introduced yourself, you've gotten some engagement, hopefully, and uh, they're looking forward to your next one. And then when you do your second one, you definitely want to start talking about, well, you always want to do an intro when you first come in anyway. So you want to make sure that people know who you are, especially if it's been shared and um, yeah. they're not your friend, like on Facebook, um, and it's an open uh, Facebook Live, but you want to talk about um, what it is that you do, your business, and then share whatever content that you're going to share. Now, I wouldn't say for you to try to do an hour-long, 45-minute long, 30-minute long <laughs> Facebook Live um, because right. we don't have the patience to sit and watch you because we have other stuff to no, do. No, we don't. Um, so you want to <laughs> keep them short. So don't do, like, 20 tips. You know, 10 would be good. Or, um, you know, you can do five or seven. Um, But it definitely depends on the engagement. If you have people that are constantly talking to you and engaging with you, then you can go on a little more. But if they're not, you want to go ahead and end it and then come back the next day. And you're going to keep the engagement going because people will see it 
and they'll be talking to you and, and or ask when's the next time you're going live. So it'll help to build up your audience for the next time you go live. Oh, right. Excellent advice there. Excellent, excellent. And um, a lot of times, listeners, you can say a whole lot in like a 10-minute or 15-minute Facebook Live. So, you know, just like Shakita said, you don't have to feel like you got to be on for an hour. So use mm-hmm. her advice and use her tips right there. And so a lot of this, you kind of loving social media and learning how to use it, a lot of this kind of was spin around because you have books out, you co-authored books. And so your first experience with Chocolate and Diamonds for the Woman's Soul, which I do have a copy of, um, is tell us how you got into that anthology. You're welcome. Well, with that one, you know, the power of social media. It was actually um, yeah. I was in a group of women entrepreneurs. They had just finished their first um, anthology, and the opportunity came for that one. And at first, I wasn't really interested in it because I was one of those people who's like, I will never write a book. I used the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> I will never wow. write a book. Right. And uh, so they asked me, and I said, well, you know, let me uh, pray on it. And I prayed on it, and I was like, okay, I could do it. I don't have to write the whole book. It's just a chapter. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So that kind of helped out a lot. So it was definitely uh, because of social media, because if I wasn't in the Facebook group, if I wasn't engaging in the group, and if I didn't, you know, if I didn't um, congratulate the other women in the group and definitely be active, then nobody wouldn't have asked me or I wouldn't have even stepped up, you know, because I was just there, yeah. you know, supporting as usual. So um, once we started getting the book rolling and they started getting our graphics together, then I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, you know, I probably need to start putting myself out there more because there's nothing better than saying you're in some type of business, you're in, on, in a book, but you only yell yeah. out your front door. Your neighbors are going to look at you like you're crazy, for one. So you need to, like, get yourself out there and start letting people know in advance you have a book. You're working on the book. You know, start using your graphics and start getting yourself out there. So that's how it started rolling because the publishing company was a small um, woman-owned self-publishing company. So they weren't doing a lot of the marketing, and that was understood. We have to start pushing it out ourselves. So. That was definitely the kick that I needed to really start doing more and figuring out various ways to get myself out there, um, let it be known that I have a book coming out. Yeah, it's with 100 mm-hmm. other women, but hey, you know, this is a great opportunity. So that was the kick that I needed. It got me rolling. But social media definitely was the um, was the vehicle for me. Because without it, you know, again, I'll be on my front porch yelling out the door, you know, I'm an author. Okay. Right. <laughs> and it's like, uh, okay, uh, all right, right, we got it. <laughs> right. So then, so then your book journey moved on because you then found yourself as a co-author of um, Women Innovators, Leaders, Makers, and Givers. So tell us about that book, Volume 3. That one was um, – that one, again, connections on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, another Facebook woman group that I was in, and one of the ladies in the group actually was offering anyone who wanted um, an interview on her podcast. So I had taken advantage of the podcast interview, 
And then she let me know that she's going to be doing a book. And I'm, and she asked if I would be interested. And I'm like, well, no, because I got my own book I'm trying to work on. You know, I can't do, <laughs> you know, two books. This is just too much. And she's like, okay. And then I said, well, okay, well, maybe. <laughs> Maybe I might want to be a part of it. Well, how is this going to work? She said, you don't have to write anything. And I'm like, not write a single thing? She's like, absolutely not. We're going to take your podcast interview and transcribe it. I said, I'm in. So I don't have to stop writing my other book. I can just do this. And she's like, exactly. So it was a great opportunity because she definitely did use our interview, in which, of course, I talked about social media and Um, authors marketing their business, you know, different avenues for authors to use and things to pay attention to, um, Uh as well as Periscope, using Periscope as well. So everything that I already do, I was talking about in that podcast that became part of the book. So that, I can say, was the simplest collaboration that I've ever done in my entire life. My entire life. And listen, simple works. It does not have to be grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah. You know, there's some yeah. things where you've already, like that was work. It was just, there was a more efficient way for them to get your mm-hmm. contribution to the, to the book. And I am a proponent of that. Actually, I'm going to be talking about um, transcribing um, in my product academy that I have coming up in, um, in um, the new year. I'm kicking off in February and, mm-hmm. you know, how a lot of people have, either videos, you know, so if they take your advice, you know, around Facebook Live and, you know, they already have content and don't even realize that they have content. And so, um, so you, great segue into, you know, that was that process. So then that freed you up uh, for relax, Mm -hmm. unwind, and soar in 22 days. So let's talk about that. That one, I actually started before I did the second collaboration and Okay. I had, I had just like you said, we have content sitting around that we don't even know about. This content had been sitting around since 2008. And, Whoa. again, I said that N-word, I'm never going to write a book. <laughs> Not my own book. Not my own. Right. And I said, well, well, yeah, I guess I can. You know, I guess I can write my own book. So, I really started going through and figuring out what it was that I wanted to put in the book and how I wanted it to be. And I didn't want it to be a heavy book. I wanted it to be um, simple reading. You have your book. Mm. You're going out for a walk. You're sitting out on the park bench. You're enjoying the warm weather, the birds chirping around, and you're reading your book. And that's how I wanted the book to be, something that will fit in your pocket, simple reading, um, one chapter, you know, should be a page or a page and a half and notes mm-hmm. to write down in case you come across some some thought-provoking, you know, inspiration that I put into the book. And that's right. exactly what I got. Now, with this book, I actually was supposed to put it out before the collaboration, um, but of course, we took our wonderful cruise, so it waited until after <laughs> the new year. But I was uh, extremely happy with this book. This was a um, simple process as well because, again, the content was sitting around. It was just putting it together, getting with an editor, yeah. having them 
um, check my work for me. I knew exactly how I wanted to do the cover. And I described that to you because that's what I had in my mind. And um, mm. they put it out there exactly how I wanted it. Um, and I just loved it because it was, sometimes you come across things and it's like just there. And then sometimes, yeah. you you know, you really um, play tug of war with your thoughts and your mind and it's going 50 different miles per hour. But I knew exactly what I wanted and I really wanted something small, um, simple, sit in your purse, walk around to the park. And I love to just go in the park and sit down and enjoy the peace and quietness before I have to get up and run from the bugs. <laughs> but I loved the process of this one. Um, so that was it for me. I was like, yes, this is, this is good. This is good. And when, when, when you are sitting around and you're, you're writing your notes about whatever, you know, whatever pops into your mind, nine times out of ten, if you really wanted to use that content other places, you really can. It's just figuring yeah. out where and how. Um, so I always encourage people to make sure you have a journal with you, a small notebook with you, or even use the note um, option in your phone and start writing out some things because you never know. This can be, you know, an ebook or an actual print book for you, um, just thoughts, words, and whatever, you know. There you go. See, listeners, you're closer than you think you are. You are closer mm-hmm. than you think you are, and you can finish up your goal. Uh, yep, just like Shakita did. So how can people pick up copies of your book? They can pick up copies um, of my book on my website, and it's um, www.authorshakitalee.com. Um, and they can purchase them from Amazon as well. I am under Shakita Lee. Those are two great places to grab the books, or you can catch me around town. <laughs> I have books on me. <laughs> yeah, I have books and on me. Have a book for you. <laughs> yes, great. So great, great connection points, and I've tagged her on Twitter and Facebook um, as well. So those are connection points. And thank you so much again. Um, you were a part of um, the hashtag coaching with that pop up conference as an ambassador. So we thank you uh, on air for um, your service and support uh, as an ambassador at our event. You are welcome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Like I was like, oh my! Like I have, I have been excited. Like, and I'm. You know, I help people out, no big deal, but I'm like, yes, yes, I'm just excited. I just want to, I'm just like, okay. And I just was like ready to go. Like, okay, let's go ahead and do this. Like Friday, I was like, don't even call me. (laughs) Saturday, (laughs) don't even call me. I'm busy. Oh, my God. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. And listen, we had the snow and the ice, and I'm just telling you, you Mm -hmm. all just, and you, you know, served Miss, um, uh, Miss Shirley T. so well and just on yeah. Saturday. So, uh, you know, I, and I bring that up because, you know, you're a social media coach. We're in, you know, similar circles, really, peers, mm-hmm. really, and, you know, author. And But then you still said, you know, I want to – I'm open to serving. And so a lot of times people mm-hmm. miss that point because – uh, you know, at some point, we all are going to reap seeds that we sow. You know, whatever mm-hmm. we put in the ground is coming back up. So then, you know, that I think is just a testament. That's what I wanted to bring it up. 
you know, which leads me into a congratulations of an award you won recently. So, you know, oftentimes people kind of look at these things, but people that are excelling, they're like, there's a well-roundedness. So you won the Akio, the Akio Award. Um, and so tell us a little bit about that experience uh, of winning the Akio. And I, I say it, Akia or Akia, I think they are okay either way, but talk about that award you won. Actually, it's called Achi. <laughs> Achi. It's, it's, okay. Yeah, it's spelled crazy the way that it sounds, but it's called Achi. Um, actually, I when I got the nomination, I was um, shocked, and I still haven't figured out who nominated me. Um, but I was shocked to find out who not, you know, that I was nominated for the author of the year, um, and you know, coming down there, again, I I was helping out with uh, putting everything together as well. So I really and truly, like, even though they say, you know, have a speech prepared just in case you win, I wasn't thinking about that because I was helping out. So I figured if I'm helping out, I didn't win anything. So I didn't prepare (laughs) anything. (laughs) Because they're not going to have you help out if you're the winner, you know, if you're winning something. (laughs) So I thought, you know. So, you know, I really... Uh, truly didn't have any idea, but it it was um, definitely a shock for me because when they call my name, I'm sitting in my chair and I'm like, wait a minute, did they just call my name? Yeah. And my friend's like, congratulations. I'm like, wait, did they just call my name? And she's like, yeah, right. get up. I'm like, okay. I was thoroughly shocked because I'm like helping out, you know, putting things together, making sure that the event is going to go as planned. So I'm like, I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm here, you know, helping out. Cool beans. Congrats to all the winners. And they said my name, but I was thoroughly uh, surprised, but very happy um, and blessed to be able to get it because, you know, you think you you do uh, so much, right? And you, I I do a lot. I don't necessarily have to have an award for it. The awards are very Mm -hmm. nice and, you know, a, a great thing to have, but I don't have to have it. I'm just happy to help. You know, it's always great for you as a person to become a helper. Yeah. You got to help people. You can't get so high on your horse that you can't help anybody. No, you're not going to grow if you don't try to help other people to grow as well. Um, so true. So I was very happy about that. And uh, <laughs> I just really didn't expect it. So when I got up on stage <laughs> and I said, I had no idea. I really, truly did not because I'm, I was, was helping. Yeah, so uh, it, you weren't it just kind of, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> You're like, I, no, I, I really don't I know truly what I'm going to say. <laughs> I truly did. I, I did, you know, remember to thank them for the award, um, but I just really didn't have, like, a long speech. I probably had the shortest speech out there. <laughs> wow. But, you know, what is amazing is that now you are helping, you know, along with Elise Darian to spearhead the uh, Achia um, Richmond chapter. Mm-hmm. So there's um, yeah. a Richmond chapter of this organization. And there's, tell us a little bit about the mix and mingle that's coming up for those that are in Richmond. Well, the mix and mingle is really to, you know, kick off for 2018. You know, we always need to expand our circle um, and to mm-hmm. meet other people, whether it be in our industry or not, um, to grow you know, and to expand. So this is what the Mix and Mingle is about. You'll get a chance to meet all of the board members for the Richmond chapter, find out more about what Achi is about, um, 
you know, be a part of the association if you're interested in, in being a part, and then be uh, be able to find out a little bit more about the awards for next year as well as the um, event coming up in May. So it's really just a mix and mingle, networking, exchange business cards. You never know who you are connected to or who may need your services. So it's really just about mixing and mingling. All right, there you have it. There you have it. And I'm registered, and it is free to attend January 18th. Uh, If you're in Richmond, Virginia, Libby Mill Library, 6 p.m. until 8.30 p.m., the Mix and Mingle with the Richmond Chapter, Chia Chia, uh, Association, Mix and Mingle. So um, Women Supporting Women Association, that's what it stands for. So you're invited Mm -hmm. uh, again there, and you'll be able to meet in person, um, social media coach, author, speaker, Shakita Lee Bogle, um, you'll be able to meet her there. And so um, my last question for you as we wrap up, our season finale, like this, you are it, Shakita. You, this is the end of the 2017 season, which also marked 10 years for this show. Um, and we're ending it with you. And, of course, we're going to be back at full fire in 2018. But, um, we love to ask, and we always talk about the goal of the show being to motivate, excite, and influence, and we just want to know what continues to motivate you. What continues to motivate me is that I am forever learning and growing, and because I am forever learning and growing, I am always trying to help other people learn and grow as well. So it mm-hmm. motivates me when I see people um, after I explained something to them that they thought was so hard that 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 their eyes just light up and they're like, oh, my God, that's it? Like, yeah, that's it. So that's it. Like, that is it. Like, and I get excited for them. Like, I'm probably one of those people that, you know, will bust out and dance, but. I'm I'm excited for people when they when they discover their aha and they're like all this time I'm thinking it was so hard and I'm like I know you were but this is why I'm here to help you to understand that it wasn't as hard as you make it out to be and you can you know definitely do it but we have to get out out of our own way in order to get there we got to get there yeah so that's get what there. Gotta what get excites there. me. All right. I love that. Well, that is it, uh, listeners. Shakita Lee Bogle, tell everyone uh, once more how they can connect with you on any of your social media platforms and also your main website. So you can uh, connect with me on Facebook under Shakita Lee Media. You can connect with me on Twitter and Periscope under Shakita Lee. And you can check me out on my website, www.authorshakitalee.com, or my coaching website, which is uh, bit.ly forward slash slmediallc. All of those will lead you to me, and I look forward to connecting with anyone and everyone. Uh All right. Anyone and everyone. There you have it, personal invitation. Well, thank you so much for stopping by and hanging out in the virtual studio today, and we'll see you, uh, I'm telling you what, in 2018 with bigger and better things. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, listeners, that is a wrap. Listen, connect with me 
online, Charvette.com is our main website. And then also uh, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Charvette. Follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Charvette. And be back for 2018. It's going to be fire. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.